So uh, the, I just want to share this morning, <clears throat> starting uh, from John chapter 11, verses 25 and 26. So if you have your Bible, feel free to, uh, to turn there with me. So John chapter 11, verses 25 to 26. And as I said, I, I just want to share today. You know, yes, we're, we're all hurting, but I, I want to share today the hope that we have and the knowledge that we have that, that Jeff is with God in the kingdom of heaven. So John chapter 11, verses 25 to 26 reads, Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me, though he may die, he shall live. And whoever lives and believes in me shall never die. Do you believe this? So this is Jesus talking to uh, Mary and Martha, whose brother Lazarus had uh, passed away. And and Jesus had come and he knew what he was going to do. And and he knew the the power that he had. But Mary and Martha were were obviously uh, quite upset. And, And Jesus shares this and says, you believe in me. Your brother believed in me. And those who believe in me, Though they may pass, so they may die. Actually, he will live. And whoever lives and believes in me shall never die. And finishes with that question, do you believe this? Do you believe this? And and, and I, I think that that is one of the most important questions that we all need to ask ourselves at a time like this is, do you believe this? Do I believe this? Does this statement ring true to me of what Jesus said, that though we may pass, that actually we shall live eternally? And you know, though our hearts are heavy today and we do mourn for for our brother Jeff, you know, we, we must also find peace in the confident hope that we have in Jesus, whose scripture tells us that he died for us, that we may have eternal life. You know, scripture teaches us that this life that we have here and now is just the life that is in passing. Basically, this is a small portion of our eternity that we will spend with God in the kingdom of heaven. And Jesus posing this question, I believe it's so important. He says, do you believe this? Because if you believe this, he he says before that, that those who believe will live eternally. Those who believe shall not die. Do you believe this? You know, it's not wrong for us to mourn. In fact, it's actually what we are meant to do. Scripture even tells us about that. And we are to to mourn in our own way. And we are to mourn with Susie and with her entire family. And there's nothing wrong with doing that. And, you know, we need to be here to support Susie and support her family in any way that they need. And I just want to encourage you that, that even though we have this confident hope, right, and we know that Jeff is in heaven, it's okay to mourn. In fact, it's good to mourn. In fact, Scripture teaches us that, that, that you should mourn. It says, mourn with those who are mourning. And Ecclesiastes chapter 3 verse 4 says there, uh, there is a time to weep, there is a time to laugh, there is a time to mourn, and there is a time to dance. You know, this is a time where, where, where we are mourning and, 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 and we are dealing with all of this in our own way, right? And however you need to mourn, feel free to do that, right? There, there's nothing wrong with that. We all deal with things uh, 
in a different way. Right? So never feel uh, ashamed of, of how you're feeling and how you are dealing with it. And the way that you deal with it is going to be different to how anybody else deals with it. I remember when, um, uh, when my grandfather uh, passed away. Um, the the way that, that I dealt with it, um, I had a, I had a guitar that I didn't know how to play at all. I knew like three chords, and uh, even they were pretty terrible when when I was playing them. And and I sat on uh, our, our our couch, our chair at home, and I had this guitar, and I had my like my earphones in and my iPod, and I was listening to music, and I was just playing, and like it's terribly annoying for everybody else in the house, but that was how I dealt with it. I was just singing and letting my emotions out that way, and, and you know, uh, however you need to deal with it, you deal with it. It's okay to mourn. Scripture says that you should, in fact, mourn. <clears throat> I believe that the thing that we need to try and remember the most is that Jeff was absolutely and undeniably a man of great faith. He had no doubt at all in his heart that God is good and that his God loved him. And even on his worst days, his faith in Jesus did not waver. And for those of you who uh, got to spend some time with him you know, over the last few months, I- I'm sure you would be able to, 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 to have a, a testimony as, as well of the encouragement that Jeff gave you. And he, his heart never wavered and his faith never wavered all the way through it. He said, my God is a good God. And, and all the way through it, it was, uh, I love Jesus and Jesus loves me. And, and I know that he's good. And I know that he's a good, good father. And, and, and knowing right, that Jeff had this confidence hope gives us this confident hope that he is in heaven right now and that he is comfortable and that he is well and that he is whole and we need to understand that 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 is an incredibly important thing that Jeff held on to the entire time he went through this that Susie as well held on to there was this confident hope that God is good that God is gonna do what he promised to do and he's gonna have eternal life Even on his worst days, his faith did not waver. And he believed wholeheartedly with every part of his being that when his time on earth was done, he would be going into the glory of heaven to spend eternity with the God who loved him enough to die for him. And the reality is that that, that moments like this and, and things like this can actually be make or break moments for our faith. Right, we know that Jeff was a man of faith and he held on the entire time to his faith. But moments like this can be make or break for everybody else, for those of us who remain. You know, moments of sadness and moments of hurt and moments of not understanding why is when we have the opportunity to make a choice whether or not we we dive fully into what we believe and answer Jesus's question is, do you believe this? These are moments where we have to make a decision. Do I believe this? And do I push on? And do I press on into everything that I know the word of God teaches me about salvation and eternal life? Or do we make a decision that because we don't understand and because we can't understand why it's happened or why it needed to happen, that we make a choice to give up and, and throw away our faith and say, you know what? this isn't for me because it didn't work out the way that I wanted and, and, and it did and, and I just can't understand it it's moments like these where we need to make a choice 
to dive into the truth of Scripture and dive into the Word of God and, 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 and lean into the presence of God and allow Him to be the one who comforts us and allow Him to be the one who gives us strength. I, I, it's okay to mourn, but we need to also understand that we need to press into God during times like this. Because I can guarantee you, and it's okay because I had questions as well. It's okay to ask questions. You know what? It's okay to even to doubt the way things have played out. It's okay. But pushing into God is what we need to do. And I want to encourage you all to do that. If you have questions, push into God, lean into God, but hold on to the fact and the confident hope that you have in the word of God, that there is this eternal place that we get to be that is so much better than anything that we have ever experienced before. Make the choice to push in and not to give up. And I want to make sure that you all know that right now, I hope this is okay, Susie, I'm sorry. That that Jeff is healed. That healing miracle that we were all praying for has happened. Okay. didn't happen the way that we wanted it to but it happened all the same and we could try and spend the next few weeks or even months trying to figure out why but what we need to remember is that it happened and that the prayer has been answered and that healing has come there is no more pain, no more suffering, no more sickness God's will and we can't understand it but we can take comfort in the fact that he is with God right now and that everything that he experienced over the last two years right but especially say the last six months as far as he's concerned right now it's over and it's done and you know what he's probably forgotten all about it because he's in the presence of God And just because it didn't happen the way that you wanted it to or that I wanted it to, it doesn't mean that it hasn't happened because there is complete healing right now. The sickness is no more. <clears throat> the prayers you've prayed have been answered. Sometimes God decides to take the sickness away from the person. Other times he takes the person away from the sickness. But one way or another, the healing that we prayed for has been received. And we can take comfort in that and we can find rest in that, I think. He has a new body that is perfect and will never again feel or even know pain, sickness or fear. Right now in heaven with God is experiencing something that one day all of us will experience if we hold on to the confident hope that we've been given. And while it feels to us right now that this is the end of something, it's actually the beginning of something new and something better for Jeff. Right? And again, the question at the end of the verse in John 11 that we read out is what I want you to ask yourself and what I want you to consider, even at all times, do you believe this? 
Because if you believe this, and, and if this rings true in your spirit, then we can find comfort and take some solace in the fact that we know that Jeff is in the most beautiful place right now and in the presence of God. If you believe it, there is comfort in that. If you believe it, there is hope in that. And there is, there is rest in that. And there is power in this confident hope that we have to get us through everything that we can face at any point. Thank you so much, Anne. I appreciate that. And one thing that I, I strongly believe that, that we can do together to honor Jeff. Excuse me, I'm just going to have a drink. To honor Jeff. You know, because that's, that's what it's about. We're going to celebrate him and we're going to honor him. And not just today, but we have an opportunity to honor him with the rest of our lives, in fact. And so one thing that we can do, that you and I can do, is to take hold of the things that we know Jeff was believing for and the things that he worked for his entire life as a man of God. And I said it before, I know that every single one of us has had our lives touched and impacted by him in some way. Something that he said to you, something that he did for you, or just by him being the amazing man of God that he was, our lives have been impacted by him. And so we have a choice now to use what he passed on to us to honor him and to honor his memory and to live in a way that would make him smile because Jeff loved to see people winning and he loved to see people experience breakthrough and he did everything that he could to help every person that came into his life. And even if it left him without, he would give to people and we have a chance to, 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 to remember him and to honor him this way. And uh, I, I was incredibly pri- privileged a, a few weeks ago <clears throat> to spend some time uh, talking with Jeff when he was at home, and uh, and 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 I um I asked him. I said, Jeff, what is your favorite scripture in all the, in in all of the Bible, and and why is it your favorite scripture? And, and uh, I believe that he would he want me to share that today with all of you. And, and the verse is, is, an, is an incredibly simple one. In fact, it's the shortest verse uh, in the entire Bible. And it's found in John chapter 11, verse 35. And it simply says that Jesus wept. That, that's all it says is that Jesus wept. And I was like... Oh. Why, why, Jeff? Why, why is that your favorite? And he said, because it, it showed him just how much compassion Jesus had for people who were hurting and suffering. This actually follows on from the scripture that, that we read at the start, and it's to do with Lazarus, whom Jesus raised from the dead. Right, And Jesus knew that he had this power and he knew what he was going to do. But he saw Lazarus' sisters weeping and crying and the people who were there weeping and crying and mourning and all this stuff was going on. And and rather than just going in there and doing what he was going to do, Scripture tells us that Jesus wept with them. Jesus, uh, he, he, he experienced 
what the people were experiencing. And Jesus, he understands what we're going through and he understands how you're feeling and he understands what's going on. And when you're weeping, he's weeping with you. Like he, he doesn't hold back. He experiences these things with us. And, and, and Jesus wept with the people who were weeping and Jeff said this, was, that this is what uh, drove him to be the, the kind of man that he was because he was the man who would weep with people and he would walk through step by step with people everything that we were going through and he said it was this scripture that pointed him to do that and this is why he did everything that he did this this is this is part of what made him who he was an understanding of this scripture that Jesus wept and he had compassion and he had genuine love for every single person that he would walk with them through everything that they were facing and he would experience with people everything that they were going through and I think as I said it's it's incredibly simple right it's such a simple scripture but it's it's so powerful it's amazingly simple and amazingly beautiful at the same time because it shows the compassion and the love of God towards us the people were grieving at the loss of Lazarus and Jesus knew what he was about to do yet he joins in with the people crying and grieving in the same way And in the same way, he's grieving with us right now and he understands completely how each of us feels and he knows the questions that you're asking. And and, and when I I think about that that conversation, I can can just see, I I know that that was his favorite verse and I've been thinking about it ever since I had that conversation with him because it described and describes Jeff perfectly. Perfectly. The way he lived his life, and I don't think I've ever met anyone as loving, uh, as loving, as loving and compassionate as Jeff was towards all people. Towards all people, there was nobody who he didn't care about. And even in, until, even until the very end, this is who he was, and this is how he lived his life. Even over the last few months, everyone that came into contact with Jeff, you walked away encouraged. Right? It's like we're meant to be the ones going in there and encouraging him. But every time I met with him, I walked away encouraged because of something that he said or something that he did or he just make you laugh. And, and it's like it's, it, was, it was incredible. And I know that it's the same for each of you. You walked away encouraged. You walked away feeling inspired. And this is what we need to hold on to concerning our memory of Jeff and how we are going to choose to honor him with the rest of our lives. And I know that you're hurting and I know that you're wondering why, why did this have to happen? And honestly, I wish that I had some answers for you, but I don't, I just don't, because there's things that we will never understand while we're here on earth. And that's okay. It's okay that we don't understand. But what matters is what we do with the rest of our lives. And what I do know is that our God is a good God, that he is a loving God who has and wants nothing but the best for each of our lives. And I know that my faith tells me 
And that according to the word of God, the Jeff is now in the kingdom of heaven and he's living eternally with the king of kings. And he will never again know what it, what it means to feel pain or sickness. This is the hope that we have as Christians and as believers, as sons and daughters of God. This is our inheritance. And this is what we look forward to with a confident hope that one day we will be reunited in heaven in the presence of our God with everyone who's left before we did. We get to spend eternity alongside them, praising God and worshipping God and honouring God and, and, and being in the absolute presence of, of the King of Kings. This is what we hold on to. This is what we live for. This is the confident hope that we have as the sons and daughters. And so we, we can forever celebrate and remember and honour Jeff, as well as allowing our faith to give us peace and comfort during this time during this 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 challenging time it's about allowing our faith and the hope that we have to comfort us even when it doesn't make sense even when it's even when it doesn't seem fair and, and even when it doesn't seem right but we have this confident hope of the eternal life that we will get to share with Jeff. So uh, another choice that, that, that we need to make is will we allow this to kill or, or weaken our faith? Or will we now choose to honor Jeff's life and his vision? His vision for this church, his, his vision for this community. We know that he was passionate about this community. And we spent the last 10 years I was like here in this place, in this church from the moment that it started. This was his passion and this was his vision to see the community impacted and changed by the power, the love and the presence of God. And we have the opportunity to see that lived out. We have the opportunity to, to make that happen. You know, will we... Learn to to love others the way that he did. And this is something that I want to do and that I want to aim to do is to love others the way that Jeff loved people. He was the absolute definition of what it means to be a pastor and a shepherd. He had the pastor's heart. It was, it was who he was. It was everything that he did. It was every day and every moment of his life. Was, was He was the pastor. He was the loving one. He was the compassionate one. He was the one who wept with people when they needed to weep. And I want to learn to love like that. And I, and I believe, I think the greatest thing that you and I can do to honor Jeff is to learn to live and love the way that he did. In a way that not only honours him, but honours God as well, who in fact wants us to learn to live that way and to love that way. To weep with compassion and genuine love for others the way that he did. To touch and impact and change lives the way that he did. You and I have that same opportunity to touch, impact and change lives. When it comes down to a choice you make to trust whether or not God is in control and knows best. There will always be things that we don't understand, but that's where our faith comes in. That's where that question that I posed at the start, that, that, that Jesus posed to Mary. Do you believe this? He, he spoke the truth and he told her the truth that those who believe in me will receive this. But it was followed with that question. Do you believe this? 
Do you believe this? And that's what I, I want to make sure that, that, that you understand that this is a question that Jesus asked to Mary, yes, but he's also asking it to each and every one of us. In fact, every day I think it's a question that Jesus is, is asking us, do you believe this? Do you believe the word of truth? Do you believe what I've written? Do you believe what I've said to you? Do you believe what I've declared over you? Do you believe that my power is in you? And do you believe that when your time here is done that you will be in heaven with me because believing it is half the battle and if you believe it and you can take solace in it then then you can get through anything that comes at you and you can face any challenge that comes your way and we can overcome everything that's going on and we can take comfort in the fact that God is good that he is who he says he is and even though we don't understand why things play out the way they do we can take solace and say well God I don't get it I don't necessarily like it but I trust you and I know that you are good and I know that you are holy and I know that you are righteous and I know that you are calling us to something bigger and something better that is so much greater than any of us could ever even begin to imagine and and we could try and think about what heaven would be like and you can read the scriptures that try and describe it to you but it will pale in comparison to the moment that you get to see for yourself the glorious kingdom of heaven in its entirety knowing that from that first moment you see it, that that's all you're ever going to see for the rest of eternity, right? This is the confident hope that we have. This is the confident hope that we have. And if you remember last week, we spoke about you know, your words will decide whether or not you choose life or death, and your words will determine whether or not your faith is genuine or whether it's just something that's that's there and you kind of wish or you hope. It's the words that you choose to speak. Answer that question for yourself. When Jesus says, do you believe this? Answer that question. Wake up every day and say, yes, God, I believe this. I believe this. Every time you read the word, when you finish reading, say, I, I believe this. I believe this. I I'm going to stand on this truth. I'm going to stand on what you say, Lord God, and I don't, I don't get it. I don't understand, and, and I don't know why things need to happen, but I believe you, and I believe in this. You know, I, I, I want to make a declaration and, and, and say to you, and I hope that, in fact, you will join me in this, but I choose to honor Jeff and to honor God by trying to live, by trying my best to live in love the way that he did, which is the same way that Jesus does. And I know that from, from, the, from Jeff's favorite scripture. I know that from that scripture. And I choose to, to do my best to do that. And, you know, I... I know that you guys do too. Jeff's influence will continue in this place. Everything that he taught you, hold on to it. Everything that he ever said to you, hold on to it. Every bit of hope that he ever planted in you, hold on to it. Because we have an opportunity to make sure that more and more people 
every day for the rest of our lives are impacted by Jeff. I choose to do this, and I know that you do too.